Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to a brand new edition of the Sampasel Podcast as I look to bring you the latest and greatest going on around the world of Hollywood. Right now, I'm going to be reviewing the ninth film from director Quentin Tarantino. It's his film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie, and it details about these two guys, an actor and a stunt double, navigating their way through 1969 Hollywood. I'm Rick Dalton. It's my pleasure, Mr. Schwartz. Call me Marvin. Put it there. That's your son? No, it's my stunt double, Cliff Booth. Last night, we watched a Rick Dalton double feature. <laughs> oh, the shooting. <laughs> I love that stuff, you know, the killing. A lot of killing. Anybody order fried sauerkraut? Now, as I said at the top, this is the ninth film that is written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, one of the premier directors and writers in the game right now. He's come out with a slew of classic picks from Pulp Fiction to Inglorious Bastards to Django Unchained to the Kill Bill franchise as well. And this is the ninth film for him, really the penultimate film before he announces his retirement. He's only said he's going to do 10 films, so this is the second to last one that he is reported to be doing. And this is a film that I've said many, many times. This has been one of my most anticipated films of the year. This is probably my most anticipated Quentin Tarantino film that I've really ever been excited to see in the theaters. And going into this one, you also have the star star power of Leo Brad. This is also Leo's first film since he won the Oscar for The Revenant in 2015, and he won it in 2016. So there was a lot riding on this one. There was a lot of anticipation building for this one. And I can say without a doubt that this is one of my favorite films of 2019. I absolutely love this movie. It is exactly what the title is. It is really a fairy tale set against this backdrop of Hollywood, of 1969 Hollywood. And as somebody who is a fan of film and of entertainment, and especially of old Hollywood, I absolutely love the layout and the environment and world that that Tarantino created in recreating these incredible backdrops and these incredible historical sites like going to the Cinerama that's now the dome in, in Los Angeles now. The, that it's the arc-like theater now in Los Angeles, and it was called the Cinerama years ago, to go to a bunch of theaters, to go to all these different restaurants that were so iconic and really meaning to Quentin Tarantino. There's a scene where they go to the Van Nuys Airport as well. Not the Van Nuys Airport, the, there's a Van Nuys drive-in theater that they go to. It's There's all these different places, and it's all practical, and it's incredible how Tarantino's able to make you feel like you really are just dropped into this piece of history, and that to me is absolutely incredible, and I felt that once I was engulfed and just ingratiated into this world, and I didn't skip a beat for a second, and to the, go to the performances now, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are incredible, as they always are in almost everything that they do. They have incredible chemistry. And I, a lot of people have been giving Brad Pitt the better leg over Leo, and I would go the opposite. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio did an amazing job and shows why he's one of the best actors in the game right now. To go from the confidence that Rick Dalton, who is a struggling actor in the late 60s, trying to transition into this different time period, to go to somebody who is a confident actor to sometimes 
doing nervous corpse that he does he gets this character and he gets this person that he's trying to be as he's again navigating his way through and Brad Pitt plays an excellent wingman and when he gets scenes alone too he absolutely shines as this kind of butt kicking stunt double who's cool and suave and really is the the yang to Rick Dalton's yin really and I thought that was incredible to see and you go to see them in this movie and they are the the heartbeat of this movie it's really what this movie is about it's about friendship and go to one more performance that I think was underutilized a lot, and it. Uh, this is something I, I. It's more towards the negative, but it's also positive. It's that Margot Robbie did an incredible job giving a great performance as Sharon Tate, honoring the memory of this gone too soon actress who had was full of life, and to see Margot kind of give her this beaming light and to really give us a performance as Sharon Tate, if we could see what she was like back in the day before she was taken from us way too soon. It was incredible to see, and the negative I would give to that is the fact that while the rest of the writing in this movie is fantastic, I wish Tarantino did give us some more of Sharon Tate. But again, like I said with DiCaprio and Pitt, it's really more about their storyline and what they go through in Hollywood. Margot Robbie is kind of sprinkled in throughout as we kind of get more glimpses of being an actor in Hollywood, kind of like what we get with Leo's character as well. And it's also something you would expect with Quentin Tarantino. The writing in this is incredible. From the dialogue that he gives to every single scene where it's something different, it's something new, and it, and the writing is quirky and smart, and it's, it's incredible. It's what you expect. And also the scenes of long shots that just let you soak up the environment and every single thing that's in a frame, really, every single item, every single car, every single person that's in a frame, Tarantino lets you soak that in. So as a director and as a writer, he does things that he has been doing so well over the last two decades or so. And he's just been absolutely incredible as a filmmaker. And you can see the passion that he gives injecting into this story. One thing I will also say that's, I guess, a negative, it is a negative, is the fact that the film is a little long it, it clocks in under three hours it's around it's 241 and you can feel a little bit especially in the second act you can kind of feel it kind of move along at a at a grudging pace trying to get to a certain point but at the same time when you get to that third act you understand why he did what he did and why he took as long as he did to get you to that point and to go to the third act the third act of this movie is insane it is absolutely incredible, and it's something that I can't talk about, and I don't want to spoil because I want people to experience what I saw in the theaters. It's crazy. It's everything you would expect from Tarantino to do, and then some, and he's incredible in this. Al Pacino, you have, it's great to see Luke Perry in there as well. For one final time, this is his last on-screen appearance. You get the likes of Damien Lewis in here as Steve McQueen for a little bit. There are little cameos that are sprinkled throughout. You get Mike Moe, Mike Ho as Bruce Lee. That was really cool to see as well, but it really is about friendship and navigating your way through the industry, really. And it's really a love letter to the industry back in the day while also really talking about the industry as it is now as well with getting chances and, and, and trying to find a career and navigating your way through this incredible but complex industry, I think is incredible. It's amazing. And also, 
integrating the Manson angle in here as well. Charles Manson really isn't in the movie as well. He's only in it for maybe a minute or so, but the Manson aspect is heavily induced into it. If you see through the trailers or if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But overall, I think this movie is incredible. It's one of my favorites of the year. I'm definitely going to go back and see it because I felt like I missed out on a few things. My girlfriend, I haven't seen it with my girlfriend. I know she really wants to see this, so I will be seeing it with her. And I cannot wait to see this again. I give it a 9 out of 10. It was absolutely incredible. Not one of Tarantino's... I mean, when you compare Tarantino, it's not up there with Pulp Fiction. I feel like that's really the pinnacle that we grade with Tarantino. It's no Pulp Fiction, or it's not even Inglorious Bastards, but it's one of my favorite Tarantino movies that's not all-time great, but it's definitely a favorite Tarantino movie of mine. But as a 2019 film and what I've seen so far this year, it is absolutely one of the best films I have seen so far. I'm going to go see it again. 9 out of 10, guys. That is my review for the ninth film of Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I'll be having a spoiler review for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well. I want to talk about, again, the third act and a little bit more in-depth so I can get more into it. I don't want to spoil anything for you guys because it is a cinematic experience like a lot of the Quentin Tarantino movies are. So be sure to be on the lookout for that one as well in the coming days. But guys, thank you again so much for tuning in. Be sure to check me out on my channel for more content. Make sure to follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Bissell Samuel. That's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L. And on Facebook, at Sam Bissell. Thank you guys again so much. And until next time, keep on screening. All right, what's the matter, partner? It's official, old buddy. And it has been. Here I am, flat on my ass. Who, who I got living next door to me? I'm Sharon Tate. I'm in the movie. You're in this? That's me. I play Miss Carlson, the klutz. Oh. <laughs> She's a ragged tent.